Hi, this is Mike. I think this is Russ. I'm vaguely aware of being Matt. Uh, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the, uh, the still awake, still alive, honest, resurrected podcast of the Lacuna Core community. Hello, everybody. I'm just working out how to use the equipment I need to record stuff because it's like we're starting all over again. It has been so long. Uh, we were just talking before we live on the air, as it were, and we realised it's been four and a half months since we recorded a podcast. We have many reasons, which we'll come on to in a little while. But without further ado, let me introduce you, my compadres, in the Empty Spiral podcast, starting off with Mike. Hello, Mike. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thanks. In the many months since we've spoken, what have you been up to? Many months. Um, work, mainly. Work, work, work. And uh, just relaxing uh, other than that and looking forward to the new album coming out soon, which I'm sure you both are as well. Of course. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Okay, how about you, Russ? How are you? What have you been up to? Me? You know me, I'm good. You know, just out living the dream, as is everyone. But uh, no, in the downtime, I've um, you know managed to catch uh, Slipknot again twice on the um, 0.5 Grey Chapter Tour, which I think makes five shows now across two different continents, which was epic up at um, Alexandra Palace in London. And Thanks aside back. from that now, pretty much just waiting on the build-up to um, a certain album that we're going to come on to in a minute. Indeed, indeed. As for myself... Well, uh, you can probably blame me for the reason we've not had a podcast for so long. Uh, my life has been exciting, I think it's fair to say, by which I mean very, very, very busy. Uh, the last time we recorded a podcast was in November, uh, after I came back uh, from uh, Belgium. Was I in Belgium or was I in Holland? I can never remember. Oh, I was in Holland, wasn't I? That's right, yes. My God, I was in... I think, where... Oh, fuck, I don't know. Oh, it's been so long ago. So, a, a great show there. Uh, met up with Anthony and we, you know, we had a great time. But that was beginning of November. Then I think it's fair to say the three of us were doing stuff throughout all of November. We couldn't make our diaries align. Then we got to December, and then we got to January, and then we got to February, and then we got to March. And in but in that time, I've been promoted at work, which has made my life far more complicated than I ever thought it would do. Um, and I, Russ, you've been buying properties and renovated them, and Mike's been getting promoted, and it's just it's been a combination of a number of things, which is kind of led us to this place but anyway um let's just say that we were resting we're having a little siesta we're in hibernation like bears in the winter that's what we were doing (laughs) um so we we are back how regularly we we will be able to record at the moment is still a subject of debate um but it's fair to say that we will do our best to provide you with exclusive information about uh, delirium and interviews and kind of gear you up for may when the album is released and as russ and michael already said we're very excited to hear it i mean why wouldn't we be new lacuna call um doesn't get better much better than that so yeah that's kind of where we are um so news wise well it's kind of hard to know where to start really because it's been so long i'm going to give a quick hopefully pricey of the last four months starting off with a little trip i took to milan in december the, that, there was two reasons why I flew over. The first was to spend a bit of time in the studio with the guys um, and sort of see the recording process of the new album, which I did for a couple of days, which was really cool. Uh, and then the day after, we all drove to Parma to see the show there. Well, I didn't. they, they didn't see the show. They were the show. I was seeing them. Which, you know what I mean, anyway. Um, so the, the, the two days in the studio were great. I got to hear the demos of the new album. Uh, I can't reveal too much. I wouldn't say that I'm very, very happy with what I've heard, and I'm sure 
it's um it's come on even further since then i was listening to you know demo so you, you're not hearing the the proper lyrics you're hearing kind of the first draft of lyrics and you're not hearing the the fully recorded and enhanced music you're just hearing the the, 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 the basic um electronic versions of the music but even so what i heard kind of went made me go wow okay this is going to be cool um of course in the studio uh, a little studio in milan downstairs in a basement behind lots of sealed doors it was like going into some kind of secret under underground x-files lair um that was really cool uh, and uh, spend time with ryan and marco who were recording bits of music and sort of playing them and, and work mixing them together and so forth uh, I, got, I got some video uh, I got some lots and lots of photos, which I will look to put online very, very soon. Obviously, the video can't really put online because it, it was revealing the, some of the music was being played. But I'm sure as we get closer to the release of Delirium, we'll we'll have the opportunity to do that. And that's pretty cool. Some of the uh, some of the, uh, the the photos I can put online basically as soon as I get time to do so. So I look to do I look to do that this week. Um, but that was great. The Palmer Show then. So drive. Across to Palmer, really simple drive, a couple of hours, uh, great food there, and then the show itself was great. Now, hopefully a lot of you would have seen the videos on Empty Spiral and on our Facebook page. I arranged to set up my camera uh, on a tripod at the sound desk and record the entire show, so that's what happened. The quality, I think, is pretty good. Certainly the visual quality is good. I've had to play a little bit with the audio um, because I didn't have any professional audio stuff. I don't own any of that kind of stuff anyway. Um, so I had to grab what came out of the camera and then play with the sound a little bit because it was obviously very, very loud in there. But it came out really, really well. And I, I got the entire show. It's the first time I've ever managed to do that. Uh, and I am I, I should have put them online many, many months ago. But as, again, as a reflection of how busy I've been, that's just not been possible. So I'll put another one online today and hopefully I'll get on, uh, on online tomorrow and very very soon certainly within the next couple of weeks the entire show will be on our youtube channel and on our facebook video stream and i'll put the whole thing uh in a kind of a playlist on empty spiral so people can play it back to back it's almost like being there uh, i also contributed the um our truth part of it to uh to the band so that they could build the the fan multicam that you would have seen you might remember guys that before the palmer show Christina asked everybody to bring their phones and record it, and then they would kind of mix it all together. Does that remind ring any bells with anybody? Yeah. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. on YouTube. You can see that, and that's pretty cool, and you, you'll see some of my stuff in there as well. So the Palmer Show was great. Um, of course, I guess what we didn't realise at the time is it, it was the last time that Mouse was playing with Lacuna Coil. So that's quite a sobering thing, because um, obviously in... January, uh, it was announced that he was leaving the band, um, which I, I don't know about you guys, but it was a surprise to me and uh, never good news when stuff like that happens, uh, especially you know, Mouse has been with them for many, many years. Um, he was as much part of the band as any other member. Uh, we, I was very, very sad to hear it, but having spoken to him and the rest of the band, it was the right choice for him. And, you know, they are a family still. But it, it needed to be something that he, he needed to do for himself. So there we go. Um, I'm hoping that we're not going to see a, the curse of Lacuna Coil. Every time they bring out an album, they lose more people. Um, that won't be good. Uh, but I, I'm sure they're working on um, a replacement 
Uh, obviously, we've had Ryan, who replaced uh, Chris a couple of years ago, um, down to one guitarist now. Um, we've seen Daniel play with them most recently, and we know that he can he can handle it, and he works very, very well with the band when he was playing bass, um, replacing Marco a few years ago. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens there. What else has been happening then? Well, as I'm sure many of you who are Facebook aficionados will know, um, in the days over Christmas, the Lacuna Core Facebook pages were hacked. My God, what a painful thing this was. Um, I was involved in recovery of that uh, in, in kind of two streams. In the, in the foreground, I was doing my best through the Empty Spiral Facebook page and on the Empty Spiral website itself to kind of remind or advise people what pages were safe and what pages weren't because the hackers had uh, tried to start messing people's heads and they started creating fake pages and trying to get people to join them, which was leading to more, more and more frustration. Uh, whether it was the time of the year or whether it was just generally Facebook being shit, I'll, I'll leave people to decide, although I, said, I think I know which one it was. Uh, the support we got and the Kunikor got from Facebook was pretty poor, very, very, very slow. Uh, and meant that they would kind of unhack the page, clear what they thought, clean it out, but they didn't investigate it properly. And then a couple of days later, it got hacked again and again and again and again. And it just became a point where we, we were almost giving up. Um, and of course, thousands of people were leaving the page, which is not good for the band's reputation, uh, not good for the fans, not good for us took far too long to resolve um we knew we found out what it was it was trying to convince in facebook to actually do something about it which took a long time um as you as you can imagine in the, in the background we were spending a lot of time talking to each other um over skype and other forms of media trying to sort of work out what to do next um how to mitigate the the impact on people that kind of thing and try to get facebook to listen um, but it, that was a very, very painful process. And when we finally recovered the, the site, it was well over a week after it had, it first happened. Um, a lot of the damage was done. Fortunately, uh, Lacuna Core fans are generally pretty faithful. Um, and we're hoping that well, there'll be a well, it has been pretty much a full recovery. But I'm sure there are still some people that, that aren't liking the Lacuna Core official pages anymore because they were so um, annoyed with the amount of crap that was coming out of them um, because these people were. Well, hacked it purely so that they could put clickbait links and um, get people to go to sites which would either um, encourage more hacked computers um, or get people to click on clickbait and get you know advertising links and so forth. So, very, very painful process. So that was the hack. Um, it wasn't long after this, this kind of all came out that we started to get more information about delirium, then. So what do we know so far? Well, we've seen uh, the front cover of the album, uh, as far as the media circuits are concerned. The, uh, the picture of, a, uh, of looks like Christina looking into a, a mirror and seeing a twisted face staring back at her. Uh, we've got the track listing, 11 tracks. All of them sound um, very, very interesting. So I'll just read them out to you now. We've got The House of Shame. Not the House of Pain. Jump around, jump around. Uh, we've got Broken Things. We've got title track, Delirium. We've got Blood, Tears, Dust. Number five is Downfall. And then we've got Take Me Home. Uh, and then You Love Me Because I Hate You, Ghost in the Mist, My Demons, 
claustrophobia and ultima ratio. Very interesting list of track names, wouldn't you say, guys? Yes. Angry. Uh, Angry. Yes. yes. Twisted. Twisted, yes. Um, and, of course, we got a, a teaser last week, uh, which showed us the title. And then we got some uh, strange, what felt to me like opening music, and then lots and lots of roars, which I, th- I think we all know the sound of the singers enough to know that that's Andrea. Uh, giving them some really, really heavy roars. Uh, and, yeah, that's kind of it, really. I'm, I'm very much hoping that we're going to get an, a single coming out pretty soon, uh, which is going to tell us or show us more of what the music is going to be like, whether or not they'll they'll do a kind of a dying rise like they did last year, or last year, last album, I should say, uh, which was the, uh, the, the YouTube lyric video. Uh, or whether they'll do something, I just don't know, but I'm hoping we'll see something between now and, um, and May. Wouldn't surprise me to see something in the beginning or middle of April, to be honest. It feels about right. You excited? Very. <laughs> Don't sound it, Mike. <laughs> very, yeah, very. No, very. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it seems to be a long time since the last album, which isn't in retrospect, but um, it's it's all, uh, all steam ahead with everything and may will soon be here. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, I can't wait. What about you, Russ? Yeah, same as Mike, very much eagerly anticipating it. Um, definitely the track title suggests heaviness. What we've heard of the audio snippets is heavy. And obviously, again, it's the, the first real record that is a, a change in personnel. Obviously, it's the first one without pizza and and, and grits and now mouse. So, um, you know, there's going to be something different on it. It's going to be a ever-evolving sound as every Lacuna Core record has has been and the the core of the band is still there so you know it's moving moving forward in a positive direction which is is good to see absolutely uh, and let's not forget also this one's been um has had marco at the helm you know really throughout the entire process so we've got no big name producers coming from america to produce this is this going to be in my opinion at least a, a a very much pure sound it'll be what what marco wants it to sound like uh, rather than the team sitting back and being much more influenced by uh, whether it's all Baumgartner or, or one of the other big producers. So that'd be interesting in itself, I think. It's, it feels like very, very much like a personal focused album. Mm. And, and given how much, um, I, I guess you could say, I want to say influence is the wrong word, but the, the Marco's been the, 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 the creative genius, shall we say, behind Lacunicals sound from the outset now yes of course everybody else has had strong input whether that's lyrical lyrically or through other or, or through the music but he's always in my opinion formed that core that central heartbeat so for him to be this involved in the producing of it i think he's we're gonna we're gonna see that come through i'm hoping we will anyway oh. um and you know people have heard it we've seen a few friends of ours on on facebook that are close to the band uh of kind of telling us or hinting us to what they think of it and uh, it's all been very 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 positive so far so i'm very excited and as i say i'm hoping we'll hear something sooner rather than later uh, i know that we're going to start seeing some promotional stuff coming out soon in terms of you know interviews and so forth so i'm hoping that that means i'll get the green light to to grab an interview with one or more of the band in the next few weeks or certainly within the next couple of months and maybe we can get them on the podcast as well um and they can give us a few hints as to what we might be hearing come may so there we go 
Um, what else have we got to tell you then? Well, um, we've got Hailstorm Tour coming up uh, in the US. Three shows. Uh, Lacuna Call is supporting them, which I think is great for the band. We know how popular Hailstorm is at the moment. So uh, I like Hailstorm. I've not been to any of their shows. Probably wouldn't go to any of their shows, but I, I certainly enjoy listening to the music. And I think the I, I think Lacuna Call will complement that that tour pretty well i also think it'll be a great way for people that otherwise wouldn't listen to lacuna call to hear them live and hopefully they can gain some more fans as a result um, we also know that even before that they are playing uh in the uh, philippines at the pulp summer slam that's uh at the back end of april on the 30th of april uh at and then in when is it in august i think they said Yes, that's right. August, we've got uh, Metal on the Hill Festival just been announced this week, uh, which is in Austria. That's um, uh, quite a two-day festival, I think it is. Quite a few people on there that we'll recognise, including Moonspell and a few others, uh, Bournemouth, etc. So it's great to see that they're hitting the festival circuit, as we would kind of expect in the same year that they are uh, releasing an album. So that's great news. Right. Well, I think we've kind of covered giving you a whistle-stop tour on news. Uh, we do have a song which we actually need to review. We thought we'd done them all, but Russell reminded us we hadn't. There's this little gem, which if you managed to pick up the 2002 Comalize box set, for those of you that were alive back in 2002, because it feels like an absolute <laughs> lifetime ago, uh, you will remember that it, it came out with a, a, a track called Lost Lullaby. We have mentioned it from time to time, but we've never really given it a full review. So here goes. I think I should start. What do you think, guys? Or Russ, do you want to start? Yeah. No, go for it. Go okay, for it. so Lost lost Lullaby, then. Uh, as I said before, uh, right at the end of the 2002 Comalized box set. You know, the one with the badge and the little mini poster, uh, which is like gold dust, I suspect, these days. Uh, the... The song itself opens with a kind of the bells tolling, not in a Black Sabbathy kind of type of way, but in a kind of <laughs> dark gothic kind of way, quite pedestrian. And in fact, that pedestrian nature uh, kind of follows through. I would say the the rest of the song. Uh, and then we hit the, the guitars and the bass and the percussion hits, and it, it really kind of brings us into the song. We get that. I would say it feels very Unleashed Memories kind of thing. It has that kind of pace. Um, and we get very, very clean vocals from Christina. Absolutely beautiful vocals from her. Um, very, very well sung. Quite low, quite low down. Uh, very much reminds me, and I think I'm not the first person to say this, of Dolores from the Cranberries. The way she sings this, it wouldn't surprise me that Christina would listening to the way that Dolores has sung her own songs and felt, yeah, this is the way I want to handle it. It just has that vibe about it. And it, and the fact the whole song has that kind of cranberries feel. In terms of what the song's about, uh, it's clearly, like many Lacuna Core songs, it's about relationship. And I guess it feels like the pain that one goes through when, when a relationship brings the breakdown and you have your own thoughts of doubt about how you feel about the other person. Um and reflecting back over when your feelings for that person was much, much stronger, I suspect. 
Um, but so yeah, it was. It was. I, I think it's, it's it's a really really nice little song. It's, I mean, it's, it's not. I can see why it's a an additional song. You know, it's not one that I would. You could see it on an album, but it doesn't feel like an extra song rather than a, a strong enough song for the album. But having said that, I think it's a, a great song. Um, I actually think it'll be quite a good live song. I mean, and it's quite pedestrian, but if Christina came out and sang this song on stage, you know, like she's done in the past where she's done a, 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 a slow track, you know, sort of uh, fall in or something like that, then I think it'll be a surprise. Uh, I think a lot of people wouldn't recognise it and wonder if it was a new track. And it could fit in on any any show, just to throw it in there, something completely different, just to sort of show um, people more, more and more and more about what she's like um, vocally. So, yeah, it's a great little track. I like it. It's, it's not my favourite track on, on Coma Lines, and I can see why it's not on the main album, but I'm glad they released it, and I'm glad we got a chance to hear it. That's me. Mike, what do you think? Well, you've kind of read my mind. I've got uh, three things here written down. Uh, Cranberries, Unleashed Memories, and Live. Um, so you, you've pretty <laughs> much covered everything. I have um, hacked your computer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the one thing that I love lyrically is, uh, while the magic dice are on the ground, it's so hard to decide between myself and you. I think that, that's uh, that's my favourite part. Um, you've, you've gone through everything that I would have mentioned. I really do like it. And like you've just mentioned, it could be another like wider wake or something uh, moment and it would work really well live so not much else to say really i do i do really enjoy it it's, cool. it's a good song what about you Russ? what do you think of uh, yeah lullaby? lost lullaby is an interesting one for me obviously it's, it's done the rounds sort of twice it's popped it's pops its little head up obviously the first time was on the comalized box set special mm-hmm. edition and then when they did the remaster re-releases around the karma code era um, it popped out on unleashed memories it did indeed and, yeah. um, the understanding was that it was recorded during the Unleashed Memories sessions, I believe. I could be wrong. I believe that's correct, um, yeah. Okay, but to me, I think it works better on the Unleashed Memories record. It's sort of tagged on as a bonus track at the end of that record, and obviously it starts with that sort of synth and guitar build-up with that sustained intro, and like you both mentioned, it's very reminiscent of an Unleashed Memories sort of type vibe. Mm. Um, there's an interesting bit on the guitars as well. There's a little bit that reminds me of Alice in Chains, which is a little hint there to, to Marco being a fan of Alice in Chains. If you can pick it up and you're listening to it on headphones, you can sort of hear that guitar line in there. It's sort of buried deep in the mix. Mm. Um, if I had any criticisms for Lost Lullaby, as much as I like the song, I think the multi-layered vocals is just perhaps a bit too much on this. I don't think it's sort of the strength of a purifier or a cold heritage and whilst i like the way christina sings it the chorus is a little bit repetitive with that i don't want to miss you forever it forever it's a really sort of haunting vocal melody but it's sort of very very prominent throughout the song which is about i think five minutes ten mm. um i think the reason it was perhaps sort of left over from the sessions is because it is a christina only song there is no andreas so obviously there is you know his presence is missed and again if you go back to the era you've got the likes of purify you've got cold heritage you've got distant sun which are all stronger stronger songs so you can understand why this perhaps didn't make the original cut of unleashed memories but as you've both mentioned it's a good song but it's not their best song mm. i think you you've raised some absolutely valid points for us about when it was recorded as a part of unleashed memories and the fact that you've, you've mentioned all those other songs that were very strong christina songs so to add another one in there you're right i hadn't really thought of it like that uh, it would have been too much so that makes absolute perfect sense um and i also picking up on what you said yeah i i i must admit when i was listening to the song earlier today and yesterday i, I was there was something 
that was jarring a little bit for me, and I think you've touched on it perfectly, which is that the sort of the dual vocals of the mix of Christina over Christina, and that and that happens a few times on Unleashed Memories, but I think this is the place where it's most prominent. Um, mm. And I wonder if maybe because the plan wasn't to release it, it, it wasn't quite. Um, they didn't put quite as much effort into that part of it. Maybe I'm being unfair. Uh, I don't think it takes too much away from it, but I would have perhaps preferred rather than a kind of a, a dual harmony um, with Christina to maybe put, put Andrea in there somewhere. I'm sure we could have found or they could have found a way to, to integrate his voice low down in the mix, something like that. Maybe something they would do, would have done today, but maybe weren't doing back in sort of 2001, 2000 when they were recording these songs so so yeah okay so um little gem of a song um we like it we don't love it um i'm going to give this one a seven out of ten that feels about right for, for lost line of Light. i like it it's certainly a lot better than average uh, but there are stronger songs out there uh, and if you haven't heard it well certainly you can buy it on itunes if you don't haven't got the access to the album and you can certainly hear it on youtube as you would expect mike what are you going to give um lost lullaby yeah 7.5 okay and russ Totally agree with yourself, Matt. It was a solid 7 out of 10 for me. Good stuff. Okay, well, we've done it. We've we kind of what do they call it? We popped our cherry. I think it's not. We <laughs> see you next year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've managed to recover from our um, hibernation in the winter, and we are back. Uh, as I say, don't hold your breath for the next one. I I will try to be available within the next week or so, uh, and we can keep up this momentum. I'm not quite sure if recording one podcast constitutes any kind of momentum, to be honest, guys. But um, I, we did want to get one out there. Um, we we haven't spoken to each other. I mean, literally, guys, we've not spoken since the last podcast, which is a terrible thing to admit to anybody. Uh, so it's been great catching up with you, and we need to make sure we get this back on our in our calendar and on our radar and talking more about Lacuna Coil, especially as we get closer to the release of the album. You know, we owe it to our fellow fans and ourselves to 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 be talking about Del- Delirium, and of course, when the album comes out, I'm sure we need to. Review the thing as well and get interviews in with the band. So there we go. Right. Well, guys, thank you very much for joining me today. Um, I look forward to speaking to you all soon. Um, And let's keep this momentum going. So until next time, whenever next time might be, (laughs) have fun, everybody, and listen to more Lacuna Coil, and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys.